0: As always, if there are any stories today that you want to check out for yourself, just go to blog.lgbthealthlink.org where you will find a written version of the roundup with the links that you need. Let's jump in with our first story of the week, anti-trans media messages have impact. A new study led by Jacqueline Hutto found that when trans people were more frequently exposed to transphobic messages in the media, they were more likely to have symptoms of depression, anxiety, and quote-unquote global psychological distress. That's really disturbing in and of itself, but it's compounded by the fact that the study also found that almost all trans people have been exposed to such messages. Uh, They found that 97.6% of trans people had uh, been exposed to negative messaging in the media. Um, So the combination of this being really common and also being really harmful uh, is definitely disturbing. Next up, some LGBT folks face abuse during the pandemic. The BBC reported on abuse that has faced LGBT individuals during pandemic-related restrictions. This uh, report is specific to the UK, but I think a lot of the the messages hold true everywhere. They found that nonprofits there in the UK uh, said that they've heard from record numbers of people reporting abuse from anti LGBT parents or households, as well as uh, same sex partners who previously may may not have had abusive uh, qualities, but you know who have um, who have become that way during during lockdowns and other kinds of restrictions when people have limited social contact and limited ability to to leave the house and kind of of be in their normal social circle. These challenges have left some homeless, uh, as well as um, without help from authorities. You know, there are stories in the article about people trying to get help from from law enforcement and um, running into dead ends there. So definitely, um, you know, very troubling and uh, something that unfortunately, you know, we're going to have to work on um, resolving because we, we don't have an end to the pandemic coming up anytime soon. Okay, we've had a couple negative stories, so how about a positive one? Um, One of the few good things to come out of the pandemic is discussed in our next story, telehealth opens doors for trans folks. Houston Public Media shared how telehealth, which was implemented uh, largely because of the COVID-19 pandemic, is expanding options for transgender patients. Some patients who were displaced by the pandemic were able to keep their providers because of new telehealth options. Also, providers in big cities like Houston are now um, reporting that they're getting a lot of new patients from outside of their normal service area now that they are able to provide people with, um, with care via telehealth. So, you know, care that once may have been totally inaccessible for trans folks or may have involved, you know, multiple hours um, driving from a, from a small town you know into a city that had uh, trans um, affirmed providers. now they can do instantly over telemedicine. So hopefully that's a trend that we see continuing uh, after the end of the, the pandemic, at least for people who prefer it or, or where other, you know uh, traditional care is not an option. Next up, evaluating research on trans youth's families. Researchers led by Camille Brown explored the connection between family relationships and health for trans and gender diverse youth overall they found moderately strong research in this area they did find that some characteristics of strong families which include uh, enjoyable time spent together and spiritual wellness had not been studied as much as some of the other areas um, that look at you know characteristics of, of good families so um, those are some areas where maybe more research uh, could be could be done to help fill out some of those gaps but overall interesting to see that you know there was um, a fair amount of research out there available on family relationships um, and trans- youth. Now to our next story, bi youth at risk for smoking. Futurity reported on new research that youth who came out as bisexual over a three-year period were about twice as likely to pick up smoking as their heterosexual peers. Similar disparities were not found for uh, their peers who came out as gay or lesbian, which suggests that bi youth were especially at risk. Researchers said that this could be because of the stigma that bi folks face even within broader LGBTQ communities, and of course we know that smoking is is often you know a way that people deal with stress um, and so uh, you know if, if they're facing more kind of um, stress due to due to stigma due to not fitting in, not feeling like they have an accepting community, that could be explaining those smoking disparities and finally for this week when unnecessary exams corrupt care. The feed reported on how transgender people are sometimes subjected to unwanted and unnecessary genital examinations when seeking care completely unrelated to that area of their body. Research shows that this type of treatment and other negative experiences when receiving care is sadly common for trans folks and leads many to avoid getting necessary treatment. Definitely an upsetting article, but, um, but a really um, you know, important one where, you know, we follow the story of someone who kind of explains their, their experiences. And definitely this is, you know, a really uh, traumatizing thing to have happen to someone uh, and very understandable how someone who um, went through that type of experience may not be inclined to go to the doctor uh, even when they need it for something. Okay, that does it for another week of our LGBT wellness roundup. As always, you can find all of the links to today's stories at blog.lgbthealthlink.org. And I hope that you'll tune in again next week for another edition of our roundup.